0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Deadbolt Show, brought to you, as always, by Deadbolt Media. Deadbolt Media is running wild right now. We got Kids Room Podcast. Ian's doing great stuff over there. Make sure you check him out. We got the Deadbolt Show, of course, keeping strong, two episodes a week. Even on the 4th of July, we release an episode. I mean, come on, guys. This is the content that you guys have been asking for. So hopefully everyone enjoys part two of my interview here with John Wolfgang. Before we get to that, make sure you follow at Deadbolt Media underscore on Twitter, at Deadbolt Media on Instagram, and at Deadbolt Media on TikTok. I teased it earlier this week. I'm posting the video of John Wolfgang giving me the hardest chop he possibly could. You'll see in the video, but my body like compulses in pain immediately. I posted the picture of the mark that he left. It left bruising afterwards. It was absolutely awful. Don't try that stuff at home, but it was fun having John on. In the meantime, make sure you check out at the Deadbolt show also Twitter and Instagram. We've got big guests coming up, big things on the horizon. Really excited for what's coming. And then for Deadbolt media I'll tease it a little bit. We got huge plans in coming possibly another podcast joining, possibly someone else doing something a little bit different in the media industry, joining us as well. So it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really exciting. I hope you guys follow along for the journey. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Kids Room. Make sure that you are doing everything that you can to support me because I appreciate the absolute hell out of it. Thank you guys so much. So without further ado, kick it over to the boy Jadles McDizzy. And we'll see you for part two of our interview with John Wolfgang. All right, guys, we are back for part two of the Deadbolt Show with my special guest, John Wolfgang. I think we need another howl. I love it. Not bad, man. Not Not bad. bad. I'm getting used to it. You know, you know, I think the more shows I see, the better That's I'll get right. at it. You know, you feel it with the crowd too. Like oh, once, yeah. it, once you start
1: feeling it and you just let it loose. You don't worry about like yourself howling because normally it'd be like, trust me, when I first did the howl, <laughs> I was like, are they going to howl with me or is it just going to be a lone wolf out there? And yeah, people, people love it. They people howl gravitate. with you and
0: you just let it rip. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. So part two, as you guys all know, more of a kind of a mailbag type of deal. We're talking about what John wants to talk about. The first thing, kind of jumping straight back into the wrestling thing, is I just actually had a couple of rapid-fire wrestling questions for you. Perfect. You know? So, jumping straight into it, the first question I thought of is your dream match. If you could wrestle one opponent, past, present, future, whoever it would be, who would you want to get in the ring with?
1: Who would I want to get in the ring with? I'm going to give you two. Okay. Okay. No, well, I'm going to give you three. Okay. (laughs) Um, I like it. I would say, first and foremost, Bret Hart. Okay, I love that. Bret Hitman Hart. He's one of my favorites growing up. He was my dad's favorite. I just think all around as a wrestler, he is, like his tag title is, the best there is, the best there was. The
0: best there ever will be. There you
1: go. So, Bret Hart for sure. AJ Styles. Okay. Because he is... A athletic marvel he does so many things in the ring I think that he and I could just tear it up yeah. um and I'd, I'd I'd love I'd love to try and like grab a hold of him and try and throw him because like he is <laughs> he's so hard to catch when he's a wrestling ring and he's such he's got such a hybrid style that you have to bring your a game because he can fly he can do ground and pound he can do submission he can do traditional catches catch can style wrestling yeah like he's just an all-around great wrestler. And I'd say the last one, purely based on crowd emotion, John Cena. Yeah. Anytime that John Cena is wrestling, the crowd is 100% invested. Whether they like him, they love him, or they hate him. Exactly. You know, so John Cena would be a
0: great one to go in. So
1: there you go. Three of them.
0: No, I like it. Yeah. John, I mean, John Cena's going to be a very popular answer in this situation yeah. because, you know, he's John Cena. He's like. John Cena, man. He's 17-time yeah. world champ, 16 times, 16, 16 time 16 time I got it wrong. I think he's
1: gonna. I think he's gonna go 17.
0: He's I tied think, with Flair right now. Man. I know. I think he's got to break it. I right? think 17
1: could be on the horizon. I think so. He I just came so. back to WWE. Yeah, uh, this past Raw. This past Raw he looked in great shape. Oh yeah. He said he's gonna come back uh, for many more matches. So he's not retiring by not any at means. All. And it seems like he's gonna kick Austin Theory's ass. So oh yeah, I'm, I'm I can't down wait for to that. see that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So. Real quick, while we're on the topic, we just talked about Raw, I wanted to get kind of your input on today's, not necessarily modern, but today's very popular wrestling scene. Because right right now is the first time really in history that we've, or since the WCW days that we've really had two huge companies kind of competing. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, a lot of you guys will know WWE, of course, but there's a new wrestling company, AEW. Yeah, They're sponsored by uh, Turner Broadcast Network, mm-hmm. uh, TNT, TBS. It's a huge show, and they're putting on some great events, and they have some of the best wrestlers in the world. Right. If not the best right now. Right. They're the hottest product going on right now. So I want to get your thoughts on kind of the current wrestling scene, where you think it's going, if you think it's good for wrestling, think it's so-so, Um just get your thoughts on kind of the uh WWE and AE brand, AEW brands in general. So as far as the wrestling scene itself,
1: I think that the wrestlers out there today are some of the most athletic wrestlers that have ever been wrestling ever, Agreed. Hands, hands down. Like the stuff that some of these guys can do is phenomenal. However... I have a problem with some of the some of the wrestlers these days because some of the times you'll watch them and you'll notice that they're not focusing on winning a match. They're focusing on looking flashy. Yeah. It's the equivalent of, you know, you're playing an NBA game and someone goes for a layup, but instead of doing the easy layup, they decide to go for a 360 between the legs backwards <laughs> dunk and they end up just rimming the ball out instead of getting the easy bucket. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where I'd say my problem is with pro wrestling nowadays is no one is focusing on the core idea of what wrestling is. When you're wrestling, you're supposed to be the very best wrestler. You're not out there to, you know, everything should have a purpose Basically, Of course. You're, you got high flyers. We've always had high flyers in wrestling, you know, Rey Mysterio, like who doesn't want to see Rey Mysterio? Yeah, But when... When you see those wrestlers who are these great high flyers of all time, everything that they do, again, has a purpose. When Ray is trying to fly through the air, he's going through there with intention. He's trying to pin you. He's trying to get you off your feet. It seems like half the, again, half the time you see wrestling nowadays, people are just, you know, trying to look for the flashiest Instagram reel that they can put out. Yeah. I get it you got to do it for the gram. you got to get the followers. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you get paid by winning a wrestling match. That's how you get your bonuses. That's how you get your checks cut. Exactly. So win the match. Yeah. You know, wow me as a fan. Like, I love it. Like, you know, there are things that they do nowadays, which I would love to be able to do physically. Yeah. I, you're never going to see me doing a 630 cent on <laughs> springboard flipty doodah from hell. Yeah. You know? I'm never going to be that type of wrestler who's doing these crazy moves. But you are going to see me trying to win the match. Exactly, You are going to see me wrestling with emotion and passion and everything like that. You're going to see it in my face and in my eyes. You're not going to see me thinking like, well, maybe I should
0: try this Lindy, you know? Mm -hmm. No. No. Try to win. I I think that makes a lot of sense, especially coming from a professional wrestler, because I don't necessarily know if... As a fan, I've really looked at that in the past, you know, especially one of my favorite wrestlers right now is a guy named Swerve Strickland from AEW. He's probably the most flashy guy there is nowadays. Great wrestler. I've seen him live. Oh, yeah. 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 He's He's amazing. Yeah. Outstanding
1: wrestler. Um you know, I haven't seen much of his stuff lately, so I can't speak to that. Yeah. And obviously, he's doing great things. You know, exactly. he's making more money than me, so I'm not going to say like, <laughs> you know, oh, this is the way you do it, kid. Because yeah. what what do I know? I'm I'm still I'm still making my way up. Of course. But what I do know is is what I see. Yeah. And what I see is you know people again going for the gram instead of going for you know what makes sense. Like going back to one of the wrestlers I always want, would want to wrestle if I could wrestle anyone is Bret Hart. Yeah. When you watch a Bret Hart match, you see him trying to win the match. And I can already hear the people who would be groaning nowadays listening to Bret Hart and saying, like, oh, well, you, the wrestling's so slow, you mm-hmm. know. It's too, it's too bottle, bogged down and everything. Like, he's trying to win. Yeah. He's putting on an arm bar right now trying to make the guy submit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you're not supposed to be able to just get out of that right away and do a, you know, your flip moonsault. Yeah. You know. He's trying to hold you down. Mm-hmm. So, again, wrestling is about winning matches. Do we want to be entertaining? Of course. Do we want to be having these insane personalities? Yes. Do we want to have, you know, signature moves that we do better (laughs) than anyone else? Absolutely. Yeah. But at the end of the day... You're trying to win. You're trying to win. Yeah. Championships get paid more. Championships get paid more. Yeah. A hundred percent. People want to to see a winner. Yeah. And... uh, I'm not going to be doing wrestling forever. That's the other thing that worries me, man. Honestly, like yeah. the the crash and burn aspect of today's wrestling. Of course. Like everyone's got their own perspective about life and everything like that. Like me personally, I think there's a life after this. And, you know, I want to live a long life, you know, after wrestling. Yeah. It seems like a lot of these guys are just crashing and burning without any sort of concern about their well-being. And there's going to be some serious problems for them as a result. Dynamite Kid was one of the best wrestlers to ever grace a wrestling ring. Yeah, he, and he did some amazing physical things. He didn't do nearly half as dangerous stuff as the guys are doing nowadays. No. And he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, I, 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 well, he's in a wheelchair. I think he might did he pass?
0: Uh, he might, I don't know for sure. He
1: might have. He might have even passed away. God yeah. bless his soul. But he he was having some serious health issues and could still be having them. Yeah. What I'm saying is basically. Understand your body. Exactly. You know, I don't want to see wrestlers dying at a young age. I want to see wrestlers having long careers, entertaining people for years to come. So wrestle entertaining. Wrestle smart. Wrestle do your high-flying stuff and everything. But, you know, I don't want to hear about you on an obituary. Yeah. Wrestler dead at 42 because he was so either beat up or he's, you know, on painkillers. You know, I there's There's a code in wrestling that we all follow where we you know worry about the benefit of our fellow wrestlers and everything yeah. in there, like no one wants the other person to go home in a body bag, no, not at all i I want my friends who are doing this to be able to go home to their families and their loved ones, and I hope they, they want the same for me, yeah, so that's I guess my biggest gripe with wrestling is wrestle like you want to win and don't wrestle. As if there's nothing beyond the age of forty. Yeah. Because there is. There's life after forty. There. There's <laughs> life after wrestling. Like, I, there are people who love wrestling. I love wrestling. Yeah. But I also, I also, I don't want to eventually. You know, I want to be able to be fifty years
0: old and not have to walk around. You know, completely broken and battered. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that all makes perfect sense. You know, it, all the flips and stuff makes perfect sense. It's fun to watch right now, but. Hey, that's stuff's gonna wear on your body. I mean, we just got done with AEW Blood and Guts, which happened on Wednesday. I saw the Sammy clip. The he Sammy f- clip. Front flip off of a steel cage through Eddie Kingston through him right? tables. Yeah. Eddie that's Kingston. A big fall, man. It's it's crazy. It's scary, it's terrifying. But it also makes and the fans come back for more. Right. And which is why they love
1: it right and I get that that moment you know I'm sure will live for a long time like we always think about Mick Foley right oh, yeah. falling off the hell in a cell moments that live forever and that's great just understand what you're <laughs> getting in, yourself into and I hope that we're not going to see people you know when they're 45 saying well the you know promoters took advantage of me yeah. you know, blah 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 it's like hey did anyone tell you to fall off that cage or did you want to do that
0: yeah exactly you know yeah i like it so all right let's get back to some rapid fire questions this is one that i've thought of a lot mm-hmm. if you could have any song be your walkout song what would you choose Ooh. copyright wasn't an issue copyright's
1: not an issue at all well cm punk already took took cult <laughs> of personality i what a
0: badass song oh, that yeah. is um i've always thought about that as my song as well
1: right yeah it it just sounds cool i remember the first time the first time i even heard it it was for a stone cold uh video package and i was like this is badass it is and then it was probably about two months later that cm punk came out to it and i was like yep there it is yeah yeah it's gone it's is um man if i could come out to any anyone no copyright issue at all a Tough one, it's a, it's a tough one. There's tons of good music. Like, yeah. I, I'm thinking back when I first watched, started watching wrestling was probably about 2003, okay, where all of that uh alternative rock was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, I'm immediately thinking those hype up videos like Headstrong by yep. trapped Headstrong, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, you hear that as a kid, like when you're watching wrestling, you're like, Look, yeah, let's yeah, go, exactly, you know. So, um, Welcome Home, Coheed and Cambria, okay, yeah, that's a good one, okay, uh. We'll go with Welcome Home. Okay. We'll go I with like Welcome that. Home. That's a good right. answer. Solid song. I think it was on
0: uh, either Guitar Hero or Rock Band. One um, of those two. I think it was on Guitar Hero. Right. Yeah. If, if my memory serves me correctly. I remember jamming it out with yeah. my brothers, and we were
1: just all like, this is the shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, Okay. Real quick. Speaking of highlight packages, there's a song that has become popular on TikTok recently from Stranger Things. Ah, Do yeah. Do you know this song? Yeah. If so, I
1: Only Could Be Running Up That Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you know where that song's from, wrestling related? Oh, yeah. Okay. It yeah. took me so long to realize it. Like, I was listening to the song and I was like, where do I know this song from? I know it from somewhere. And, and it's it, from Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Bingo. Two at WrestleMania yeah. Streak versus Career. Mm-hmm. It's the song for the intro package. And I've watched that intro package probably 15 times. Their
1: packages, like, oh, my they, if
0: no one has ever seen WWE,
1: Watch the video packages before the matches. Yeah. They're th- they're the best hype video packages of anyone, anywhere. I don't care what sport it is. Yep. We can debate, you know, this sport's better than that sport. But I guarantee you there is not a better video package crew than the WWE A 100%. Like, I remember, like, sitting there as a kid, like, most of my music I also got from video packages. Yeah. I'd just be sitting there, and I'd be like, what song is that? <laughs> and this is before you could do, like, uh, you know, what is it? A uh, music hum. You can hum it, oh, and all yeah. of a sudden you can get the, the tune.
0: Yeah, like a Shazam or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nowadays, you have to, like, search the lyrics, <laughs> so you have to, like, listen real close. Like, yeah. okay, blah, 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 you know, and, and type it in it. on Google. That's awesome. And so that's what I would do with a lot of those, like, video packages. So, like... Yeah, like uh, running up that hill like running that video that package just it was a different cover on it it was just yes. very it was very eerie and ominous and like final
0: that so like for Undertaker and Shawn Michaels oh, yeah. it was perfect. It was absolutely incredible. Right. So All right, I love it. I I just I had to ask that cuz it took me so long to realize that. But yeah. great song, great, great song. song. Uh, Kate song. Kate Bush? Yes. Kate yeah. Bush.
1: Thanks uh, Thanks for the comeback, Kate Bush. Yeah, we thanks. appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Stranger, Stranger things. things was great, dude. Oh, yeah, it was great. Dude, what is it, uh, July? We're getting back with the second half of the season? Yeah, I think so. Those dirty dogs did me <laughs> wrong, dude. I thought I had a whole season. And so, like, I was ready for them to fight, you know. Yeah. No spoilers, but I was ready for them to do some, do some serious battle. Mm-hmm. And then it
0: was like, we'll see you next, you know, in two months. And I'm yeah. like,
1: Such son a of
0: a... Such a disappointment. Yeah. So, all right. Couple more wrestling questions. We'll go a little bit more rapid fire on these. Okay. Dream stipulation for you, if you could wrestle any type of match, such as a steel cage. That's oh. one type of match you would want to wrestle. I don't know if "want to wrestle" is the right word because, like, no one. Well, again, it does goes. Know.
1: It goes back to. It goes back
0: to winning. Exactly. You know, I want to. I want to win the match. Yeah. So, what do you think plays best to your skills?
1: What plays best to my skills? Well. i'm a smaller man in a bigger man's world yep so it's probably going to be a ladder match okay you stick me in a cage with you know a joe graves and i'm gonna need a lot of prayers yeah (laughs) um you stick me in a hell in a cell against the undertaker i'm gonna need even more prayers yeah do you ever remember wcw they had that triple cage do you remember that uh yeah
0: um they it in that movie Ready to Rumble. Yeah, I forget what the match was called, but it's similar to like a War Games nowadays yeah. where they do the two rings or the Blood and Guts for AEW, which also has two rings right. with a cage surrounding. But this one, they literally
1: had one ring, and they had a cage on the outside that was as big as Hell in a Cell, and then they took a smaller cage on top of that and a little tiny cage on top of that, so yeah. three cages. So as far as what looked the wildest, that one was definitely the wildest, but as okay. far as what I would prefer to used to win it's either a ladder match or maybe a dog collar match
0: oh a dog collar match for the the wolfgang yeah for the wolfgang i like that that'd be a good one all right last and final question current wrestler now and or favorite wrestler now and favorite wrestler growing up
1: ah um growing up it's gonna be no secret that that's bret hart yeah hands down um Loved watching his old tape, and I didn't. That's a funny thing is I didn't even get to like. I started watching wrestling back in 2003, so Brett was yeah, done. that's crazy. But my dad just always raved about him, so I would just look up his stuff. Mm-hmm. So loved Bret Hart as far as a uh, favorite wrestler today.
0: That's me, a tough one.
1: Let me think. I mean, it's it's AJ Styles. Okay. The. The moniker, phenomenal one, like, he, he is absolutely phenomenal in the ring. Like I said, he's a hes a hybrid of a pro wrestler because he can yeah. fly, he can brawl, he, he's got some power in him, he's a southern boy. Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> yeah. With the farm strength.
1: <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> man enough to feel the pain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: That's awesome. Yeah, no, a- AJ's one of my favorites. I love AJ. Um, Yeah, I mean, a lot of you guys know I'm a huge wrestling guy, so... I'm just nerding out at this point. But yeah. we'll transition off of wrestling talk for a little bit. We wanted to dive into, so John, born and raised here in Arizona? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. an Arizona boy. Okay. So you're a Phoenix Suns guy, Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. Most of Phoenix sports. I'm wearing the hat right now. You guys yeah. can't see it, but we got a Diamondbacks hat on. That's right, baby. So big NBA news today. Mm-hmm. So I I'll, I'll have to preface this for everyone. We are recording this on Thursday, June 30th. This episode won't be coming out till uh, July. F- uh, this will come out next Thursday, so a week from today. Okay. So there could be a lot that happens between now and then. However, yeah. we want to talk about the big news that just came down the pipe today, which is Kevin Durant has requested a trade Yeah. from the Brooklyn Nets. What the Right heck? before free agency starts.
1: Literally, like, what was it like three hours before yeah. we started getting like the rumors and everything? The dirt, as they say.
0: Yeah. It's it's crazy. The Suns are the leading contender to get Kevin Durant. They're wild. Yeah, it is. So the package would include some type of Aiton Bridges, probably Jackson, and then some picks. Maybe. Probably combo. I I'm hearing though I'm hearing though that Aiton
1: I'm hearing though that the Brooks have zero or the the Brooks, <laughs> the, Brooks. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets yeah. I just combined the two. Uh, the Brooks have zero interest <laughs> in in uh, Deandre Ayton. So it's yeah. like I don't know if you're going to be able to use Ayton to get that trade done. You might have to bring in a third team so it's like who wants Ayton and who can bring in enough trade stuff to get this done. Yeah. It's it's weird because Irving just opted in.
0: Yeah, so that was the weird thing about this whole ordeal. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy about this on Sunday. I was like, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Kyrie's going to opt out. Katie's going to want to trade. Yeah. And then none of them are going to be back on the Nets next year. Right. And then Kyrie, re he picks up his player option. So you immediately think. So you immediately think they're just running it back. Right. Kevin's coming back. Exactly. And then 48 hours later, Kevin Durant has asked for a trade. Kyrie says that he wants to leave too. So, this entire... Did Kyrie
1: say he wants us to leave? Yeah. He's he's officially he said...
0: He said, if KD's gone, I want to leave as well. There you go. So, the fact that he picked up his player option, and then KD decides to leave, so he also decides Pay to
1: leave. Pay that man the money. Yeah.
0: it It's insane. It's just a wild NBA ride. So, okay. So, as a Phoenix Suns fan, yeah. I did this with uh, my last guest. He's a Utah Jazz fan. Oh, I feel so bad for him. I know. Yeah. So do I. I hate the Utah <laughs> Jazz. So... As a Phoenix Suns fan, what do you think is the most likely situation ranked most likely to least likely? One, Aiton re-signs and he's on the team next year. Okay. Two, Aiton is involved in a sign-and-trade. Or three, Aiton signs with another team as a restricted free agent and the Suns don't match his offer. Because there's a lot of variables that can happen with the Aiden. You
1: you got to work it out to where he's involved in a trade. You can't let Aiden go for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, So you you think most likely a sign and trade. You got to do some sort of sign and trade. Like you don't draft this guy number one. It's not like he's a terrible player. No, no. I like Aiden. I just don't. I don't think he's a max player. No. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's a max player. Mm -hmm. And the market will probably pay him like he's a max player. Exactly. But I mean, this is just from you know my point of view I just i i didn't think he was that important for keeping the suns going against the mavericks mm-hmm. you know he wasn't he wasn't stopping Giannis. you know in no, the Nba Finals all. so it's like i i think he's a good player who's here so I mean I think that being said I don't think you let let a player just walk like that you yeah. know he's not a franchise you know player he's not going to turn you around but i I think you want to get something out of it. You don't just let him go.
0: Yeah, you don't lose that asset. Mm-hmm. No one would allow
1: that to happen. But now the Nets, though, the Nets are saying the only, and this is just negotiating probably, coming yeah. at your highest point and then work your way down. But apparently the Nets are saying like, well, we're not doing any type of trade unless Devin Booker is included. Yeah.
0: They said the same thing to the Nuggets. They were Come like, on, we man. need Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. <laughs> right. So
1: they're just coming in high. Exactly. And like,
0: you know, where do we work down from? It's typical negotiation.
1: Yeah. You know, anyone who's purchased a car, you know, it's the same type of deal. You yeah. know, you come in,
0: you know, with your high offer and everything, like, what do you want? And then you start to, like, work your way down. Exactly. So, this isn't out of the norm for the NBA. No. But no. it is just absolutely insane what's going on.
1: Well, and it's crazy because the players have so much power and they can oh, decide yeah. where they want to go. Like, I was listening to Burns and Gambo talk and they were like, you know, what what does aiton or what does durant have that is giving him such power over the the nets to be like i want to go here yeah. and they're going to send me there mm-hmm. is it just that he's a superstar it's crazy that's how that's literally it i i guess it's i'm wondering cuz cuz durant's got 4 years left on his contract yeah so it's not like he's an expiring contract so he can mm-hmm. cuz if you're an expiring contract and you get traded to a team and you don't Want to be on that team? You can let him know, like, hey, you can trade for me, but just so you know, I'm not going to re-sign with you. Exactly. That's your power. With him, he doesn't have that power. Yeah. It's literally just, well, I'm Kevin Durant, <laughs> which maybe that's all it is, is he's Kevin Durant. And it's
0: a good argument. <laughs> if yeah. you're Kevin Durant, you just say, I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm know? Kevin Durant. Yeah. So it, it's super interesting. I, the weird part is I heard a Brian Winhorst report that says the Lakers are somehow working out a trade deal to land both Durant and Kyrie. <laughs> what? With what? I have With, no clue. They they gave up all their picks to get Davis. Yeah, they have no picks. It would basically have to be Russell Westbrook and every single other player on their team. <laughs> so they're giving up Davis too, I imagine, or, they keep, or does this have them keeping Davis? This had them keeping Davis. This had them Kyrie... KD, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. So what they basically said is,
1: all right, we'll give you Russell Westbrook. We'll give you 15 beachside houses. Yeah. We'll,
0: <laughs> we'll give you the Hollywood Billboard. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And we'll what... give Kyrie and KD the place that they want to play. Yes. And we'll get them out of your hair. Oh,
1: and we'll also give you the rest of our picks for the next 10 years after we finally get picks. Yeah. Like,
0: you can't do that. No. There's literally nothing they can give. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. They didn't go into exact details but when horse just said that league executives have been talking about this as a possibility and nah. that scares the crap out of me Nah, <laughs> nah, like lakers fans nah yeah, it's no. just not
1: it's just not <laughs> happening this is see this is what it feels like lakers fans this is what it feels <laughs> like when you have a team that's just can't get over the hump i know this is new to you <laughs> You know, you're used to being in California, you have all the nice glitz and glamour and everything, everything's all shiny and new, you got an old LeBron, you got a, you know, hobbled Anthony Davis, and you have built your team around just trading players and not drafting players. Exactly. Eventually, the bill comes due, and guess what? The bill has come due. This is what you get now. It's time. Welcome to reality. This is what the (laughs) Suns have had to deal with for years. It was, what, three years ago, we were the drizzling shits. Yeah. Welcome to the shit show. (laughs) Not the Lake Show.
0: No, it's not the Lake Show anymore. No, no, no. it's officially the Shit Show. It's officially the Shit Show. Oh, I love it. Watch them get Katie and Kyrie like tomorrow before the episode then comes out. Have, and, and then, I have then to I'm cut gonna have all to eat this. that crow.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. You can, you can leave, you can leave it on. They I'll leave it on. in no matter. Yeah, what. Leave yeah, leave it on. That's right. I'll, I'll eat it. You know, <laughs> if that happens, I'll, I'll, I will, I will hear it. Yeah. It's not like I haven't heard it before. There's nothing <laughs> you can do to hurt me, Lakers fans. That's why I'm talking like I am. Exactly.
0: You know, give it ten years and maybe you can feel this way. Yeah. All right, so dream scenario for the Phoenix Suns coming out of this offseason. As a Suns fan, what's the wish that you could have? An ideal scenario of what I
1: think would be... An ideal scenario for the Suns is you trade Cam Johnson. Let's see. Cam Johnson, a boatload of draft picks, maybe some cash considerations... (laughs) And campaign
0: for KD. For katie I don't think that you have to throw an eight at least, and probably. <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, eight and two. Aiden, okay, eight and two. two. Yeah.
1: So eight Cam Johnson campaign campaign like two first. Oh, you're gonna have to get more than two first. You're probably gonna need to give like four. Oh yeah, four first. That's fair. And then maybe if they're still bugging, you know, hey, here's some cash under the table, <laughs> you know.
0: I don't have a beach house to give you like the yeah. lake show, but there you go. I just. I'm a huge Mikhail Burgess guy. I don't want to lose Mikhail. And so if I'm the Suns, I don't want to lose him. No, he, dude, he's so long. He's so good. And so good. But yeah. like the, the wingspan on him, like oh, he yeah.
1: just. He can cover so much ground, dude. He's such a good defender. Like, he'll he'll have some games where he pops off on points and everything, yeah. but he can just lock everyone down. That's I think, was the most impressive thing, honestly, about the Suns these past two years. Yeah. Because we're used to, like, run and gun, right? Yeah, we're exactly. used to, like, moving up and down the floor six seconds or less. Mm-hmm. And these Suns, they had the firepower, but they backed it up on defense yeah. so well, dude. They did. And that's a credit to Aiton. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a great defensive player you know, center. Um, Yeah. But can't, but Mikkel, that's a guy you can't lose. Like he's a defensive
0: player of the year type of player. He was right up there. He was like top three in voting or something. He finished second. Yeah. Second in voting. He finished second to Marcus Smart. I thought he should have won, but yeah. Did Mark, how, what was the landslide on that? Was it pretty even? It wasn't a lot. Yeah. Marcus Smart edged him out. Yeah. It wasn't by a
1: lot. Okay. Yeah. I just think if you had a, if you had a four of, Chris Paul, granted he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, I really think they need to get a good backyard uh, back not a backyard, <laughs> <laughs> a backup point, point guard. guard yeah. I think Ricky Rubio would oh. be tremendous as a backup point guard. He's been here at the Suns yeah. before. He really like helped us turn around everything when he was with us in the bubble. He did, yeah. I, I was sad to see him go. So if I'm the Suns, I got Chris Paul, I re-sign Ricky Rubio, I get another, you know. Young point guard that I can put in there to spell both of them. Yeah. Shooting guard, I got Devin Booker. You're good there. You're gonna need to do something behind him though, because that what was his name? That Shamit. Yeah,
0: Landry Shamit. Not a big fan of him. I no. Just,
1: he just doesn't really do too much to me. As a third stringer, I could see him. Yeah. But as a backup, I didn't do too much. Um, small forward. Um, that would be
0: McHale. That'd, that that'd be that'd be
1: McHale if you got Durant right.
0: If you got Durant, yep. 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 And and if you s- got Durant in that situation, he would have to play the four, right? You know, but if you gave up Bridges, then Which, you could he's of course a, He's play a leaner. The three. He's
1: a leaner. He's a leaner four. Well, the other thing too, I guess, uh, you'd probably have to include him in the trade. Um, Jay Crawford. Jay Crowder. Crowder. Jay Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. You'd probably either have to include him in the trade, but if you don't include him, then you've got him as your backup to Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, so that would be a good backup if you do get rid of bridges in that situation. Yeah. So I I there's a lot of variables that could happen. You just still songs. gotta
1: figure out that center spot though. Yeah. Because
0: you do need to center. I just don't think you can't slide Javale McGee into your starting center role.
1: Well I I heard that J Javale got signed by a team.
0: Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I, it was a three year
1: a three year deal. With, a three year deal with the player option with some team. I can't remember. Who That's it was. awesome. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I love JaVale.
1: He's a good player, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was, I I remember him even going back with the Warriors and he was super good. Yeah, so you've got to find a center no matter who it is. Though. But I just don't think I don't think you need to put that kind of money into a guy like Aiton. You mm-hmm. know, if Aiton can get the money elsewhere, hey, go get your money, man, make yeah. your money. You know, but for the Suns and where they want to go, winning a championship, go all in on Durant. Yeah, you know, get someone who can kind of fill in. You yeah. know, because Durant's to do. Gonna, well, Durant's going to bring people in who are going to want to. Winning a championship exactly so discounts
0: yeah it makes sense all right it's enough sons talk mm. <laughs> as a nuggets fan we'll see you in the western conference finals ah nuggets <laughs> really we'll be back this year
1: yeah you just signed uh
0: jokic yeah we we paid jokic as the most expensive player in nba history wasn't that two years in a row we kick your asses yeah or, no, we lost to the Warriors this year. Oh, we lost to the
1: Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and then it was the Mavericks who kicked our ass. Yeah.
0: We lost to... Um, that was a bad game. Yeah, so three straight years, the Nuggets have lost to the Champions in the Western Conference Finals. We lost to the runners-up in the second round of the playoffs, and then we lost to the Champions this year.
1: What do you think about
0: that trade they made the other day? The Nuggets? Yeah. For KCP? Yeah. I like KCP as a player. Yeah. I don't necessarily know exactly how big of an upgrade he is from Will Barton. Obviously, his defensive level is much like better. Barton, his shooting dude. is much better. I
1: Barton was a good player.
0: So did I. I, I. I'm one of the few Nuggets fans that actually really like Will Barton. Is there a lot of hate for Barton? Yeah, there's a lot of hate for Barton. Well, send him our <laughs> way. We'll take him. Why didn't you call us? Come yeah. on. And then the fact that we gave up one of the best backup point guards in the league... Included yeah. in that is a little sketchy, but I like KCP, so yeah. he fits good, what too. we need. Yeah, Murray's back, KCP, Michael Porter Jr. is hopefully healthy, Gordon and Jokic, that's a good starting five.
1: If if Porter can stay on the if court. If Porter
0: can stay on the court, and if Jamal can come back like 90% of the player he was, I think we'll be solid. What so. a
1: great big man, Jokic. Oh, I love Jokic. What a great player. Yeah. Like I that's- love that. That's a solid center. That's a center worth his money, right there. Oh yeah,
0: you know, worth every dime.
1: Where he can pass, he can shoot. You know, all that modern big man stuff. But then he gets boards, dude. Yeah, you want boards. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think my biggest thing with Aiden is that he just he tried to he tried too much to be a finesse style player. Yeah, you know, I agree. shooting that mid range jumper. It's like you're big, dude. You know, attack. Yeah like bang some bodies down there. get in and clang and bang baby you know slam the ball get the rebound like he would and he would do that but he just I just don't think he did it enough you almost because he's such a he's such a physical marvel Yeah, yes. you kind of almost wanted him to have a little bit of that he's not as thick as Shaq obviously no. but you wanted him to just show a little bit more aggressiveness and I just think if he can get that part of his game down then yeah he'd be totally worth the money yeah. but I just don't think it's there right now.
0: I agree. All right. it's good NBA talk. Yeah. Hopefully it's all relevant by the time this episode comes <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. We could just be, for all we know, we could wake up tomorrow and
1: Kevin Durant could be. On with, the heat. <laughs> or maybe in Philly. Or Philly, yeah. Embiid
0: yeah. posted a little LOL at everyone. That'd be cool. She's trolling. I saw something. I saw Paulo Bancaro post a picture of him and Kevin Durant in Magic Jersey's together. This dude was just drafted. <laughs> that's he was the a, that's number one magic, overall pick. That's a yeah. magic guy. He was the number one overall pick this year. Isn't and that the
1: guy who was talk, talking all that sauce saying LeBron's got to show me something or something yeah, like that? Yeah.
0: yeah, That's Paolo Banchero. That's ballsy. He's, a, he's an interesting player. We'll see how he does. But yeah, he literally posted a picture of him and Kevin Durant in magic jerseys. Dude hasn't that's, played an NBA game yet. big talk. He hasn't played an NBA
1: game yet. I hope it's he can insane. fill those breaches, man, Ugh. because, you know, it didn't work out so well for the last guy who was talking like that. Remember yeah. Lonzo Ball?
0: Yeah. Lonzo yeah, everyone talked a
1: lot. Everyone thought he was going to be the big shit, or maybe that was really his father. Lonzo didn't talk too much. His, his daddy sure yeah, did. Yeah, his dad did a lot. Lonzo yeah. talked a good amount,
0: though, like on their show and stuff. I watched, like, all of that.
1: Their show, the Facebook one or what? Yeah,
0: the Facebook one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. His brother is really good. Oh, LaMelo? I love yeah, LaMelo.
1: LaMelo is really good. Yeah. So,
0: All right. Well, I think I've kept you a little bit longer, but I know we wanted to talk a little bit about movies. Yeah. So you were a big fan of the new Batman movie. I it just want is, you yeah. to like go off and tell people why the new Batman movie is so good. So the new Batman movie is so good because it's true to, I
1: think, the original fans of Batman. Like, if you've watched... like any of the animated series, or you grew up with like the old uh, Michael Keaton Batman, where it's a little bit darker, Mm -hmm. Um, or you read the comics, like this Batman is like, it's gritty, it's emotional, he's, so it picks up, it it has a different take on it too, because most Batman movies, it always starts the same, it's very cookie cutter, yeah. Here's young Bruce Wayne, and he's over at the play, and they're going out the back door, and oh no, his parents die. Rinse and repeat. Yep. Obviously, it's much more tragic than I or tragic than I just played it out to be, but it's all kind of the, follows the same thing. Whereas this one, it picks up in year two. Yeah. So Bruce Wayne is just trying to get his footing as Batman, like, and he's just hell bent on less on saving people like he he saves people obviously and he cares mm-hmm. about Gotham and the city but you can tell that he's more focused on just pure rage and yeah. vengeance you know like one of the, his lines in the movies like you know it isn't I'm Batman it's I am vengeance yeah he's just basically out to treat criminals as a punching bag yeah and so it's a whole different take on Batman, and it's just, like I said, it's got this darkness and this grittiness, and, you know, he has got this somber and, you know, traumatic feeling to him. Like, he doesn't feel like a grown man who's got his emotions kept under control, which, hey, like, what what is Gotham always described as? It's like a mix between Chicago and New York City at yeah. its very worst. Like, this is a terrible place with mobsters and psychopaths and sociopaths and people who should be committed to an insane asylum. <laughs> and Batman's out there, like, punching him in the face yeah. night in and night out. It To me, it makes sense, the, the darkness that you see in the movie and everything and the stuff that, like, Bruce Wayne is going through. So for me, as a fan of Batman, knowing, like, the comic books and everything, it feels more true to that. Yeah. You know, I like that. It's just it's just dark and gritty.
0: It is, yeah. And it's, did you see it? I did. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of it, yeah. but I really liked what they tried to do. So I I, I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, it's a different take. It like, is. like you know, I loved the Dark Knight movies with oh, yeah. Christian Bale. You know, and Heath Ledger. You know, such a phenomenal job. But I think this take on Batman, it just has a better it has a better character arc true to Batman. Yeah. Whereas the other movies, like, you kind of rave about, like, the performance of Christian Bale or the performance of Heath Ledger. Yeah. Whereas with this, you're more like, I'm invested into this character, this Bruce Wayne. I'm not really worried about the fact that it's Pattinson and and he's, you know, former diamond skin from, (laughs) you know, vampire... Diaries or whatever the hell yeah. it was, you know. <laughs> I'm more invested in this character yeah. and him growing and learning and figuring out how to navigate through these. Like, because it's the 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 thing. If if anyone's seen it, it's not just about beating the bad guys. Yeah, he takes on a role of figuring out the corruption inside of Gotham as a city as a whole. Yep, which you know, especially I think resonates with nowadays because. We've got a lot of corruption, you know, in our own lives. We don't have obviously this showcase of it like the Batman, yeah. you know, but it gives you this like undertone of and it, it immerses you in this world. You feel like you're you're a fly on a wall mm-hmm. while all this stuff
0: is going on. So for me, that's why I think it was so cool to me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, makes perfect sense. So I did this on like my first episode, but I did movie of the week. Do you want to go Batman as your movie of the week, or do you want to throw another one out there? Uh, Something that someone has to go watch this week. movie that I've seen this week? I, I mean, if yeah,
1: if you haven't seen the Batman, it br- break, brace in, you know, buckle yeah. up. You know, it's three hours long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it'll take you on a little ride. But for me, it was worth it. Um, as far as a movie that I've
0: seen this week. Or just a movie suggestion for this week for mm-hmm. someone else to watch
1: favorite movie of all time is goodwill hunting okay so if there, if there's a movie that you want to watch goodwill hunting's it yeah you know um i love goodwill hunting goodwill hunting so, it's, good. so good. it's so good uh, dude you know like yeah everything you, you about got to see it robin williams has a performance of a lifetime you know uh it's great yeah it's great um I'm just trying to think of stuff I've watched recently because I don't get. Anytime I get to sit down and watch a movie, I love it. Yeah. Because I don't have a lot of time. Uh huh. Um, the thing I did watch this past week was not necessarily a movie, but uh, Netflix Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if you've seen that.
0: I haven't, no, yeah. No. But I've heard
1: a lot about it. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because it del- delves into a lot of time travel. Think about uh Think about if the X Men were snarky teenage kids. Yeah, that's kind of what Umbrella Academy is. That's kind of how I've heard it described in the yeah. past. Yeah, snarky teenage kids. So I mean, it's
0: it's cool. Um, we'll we'll call movie of the week the Batman though. Okay, we'll call I it like Batman. that. My movie of the week is the original Top Gun because we just watched that recently because we're planning on going to see the new one oh. soon. So I'll go with the original Top Gun. So all right, we'll plug Phoenix Championship Wrestling. Yes. Live on Broadway, Saturday, July sixteenth. That is going to be not this upcoming Saturday, but the Saturday after that. For those of you listening to this on Thursday, Dom Vitale, Joe Graves, inside of a steel cage, main event. I assume you're taking your guy Dom, right? That's that's right. Of that's course. my boy. Yeah. He's gonna he's the underdog, you know what, but underdogs always have their day in the sun. Exactly. And then we got John Wolfgang, of course, going up against the asshole Kyle Hawk. That's right. One of the other nicknames. that yeah, we asshole have for Kyle him. Hawk. Yep. We got a lot of other great people on the show. Make sure you guys get your tickets. Where can they get tickets? You can get tickets at
1: PCWAZ.com. Front row is sold out. You can still get GA tickets, though, pre-sale at $15 a piece. And GA tickets are rows two and beyond. So you can still get a great seat for 15 bucks. Hands down, the most value and bang for your buck that you're going to find out here.
0: Exactly. And if you guys have never been to a wrestling show, just go. It's yeah. an absolute blast of a time. Grab some friends. Get everyone going together. You guys will have the time of your lives, I guarantee it. I
1: guarantee you too. There's this person who's listening to this podcast right now and they're thinking like, "Oh,
0: wrestling? Yeah. You
1: know, that's not fun." Yet you've never probably been to a wrestling show. Exactly. Come to a
0: wrestling show and you'll know why it's so fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey man, thanks for your time. Yeah. You have anything else you want to plug? Um really just uh
1: if anyone wants to reach out to me on social media, John Wolfgang, yeah. J O N drop the H, no H. Um, Instagram, uh, John 75, send me a message, you know, um, if you like any of my content, you know, feel free to give me a like, give me a follow, everything like that. And just, uh, I appreciate the support of everyone out there. You know, I hope to see a bunch of people out there giving a good yeah. howl and everything, you know, exactly. it means the world uh, uh, to me in a wrestling ring because it's super hard and super physical what we do.
0: So to have any type of crowd engagement is, you know, a blessing and a half for sure. I love it. All right, let's give him a howl for the road, and we will see you guys on the other side. And with that, part two of my interview with John has come to an end. Thank you guys again so much for listening. If you want to watch the video of John chopping me, make sure you follow the socials at Deadbolt Media, Instagram, TikTok, at Deadbolt Media underscore on Twitter, at The Deadbolt Show, wherever you find your podcast or social media, whatever it is. Make sure you guys support the video. It hurts to even like watch back. So make sure you check it out. It's very fun. If you guys don't like me, like me, whatever. You guys will like seeing me get chopped as hard as I possibly could. So that is it for this episode. New episode, of course, coming Monday. Exciting stuff right around the corner for Deadbolt Media. So make sure you guys follow along. But it has come that time again. So I must leave you all and bid you all adieu.